Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UY is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. Sometimes you need to pivot. Hillary and I planned two more assessments, yet she came down with the same cold her kids did and lost her voice. No problem. I figured we had covered quite a bit with the six tools we managed to explore. Myers-Briggs, five love languages, Enneagram, spiritual gifts, emotional intelligence, and the animal in you. Learned a ton. Feel more expanded in who I understand myself to be. A big thanks to Hillary for being the co-host these past six weeks. Always entertaining, always the real deal. Thanks for being you. Someone I think the world of and am all too delighted to do a slice of life with. With a couple more weeks before we head into November and a new series, I called upon Sean, the pinch hitter man. Of course, he was game to help out. We covered one of his passions, voiceover work, wait for his Alan Rickman, Christopher Walken, and Owen Wilson, Priceless, along with a round of rapid-fire questions from Elfster Blog. We decided to skip one question in particular as we both found it a bit mean-spirited. Again, we didn't write the questions. Sean is back with me here today. He's a great pinch hitter. We're going to see what he's been up to and ponder a few things. Hey there, Sean. How's it going? It's going well. Thanks so much for coming on the show. So we're going to start with rapid fire round seven of our Elster blog questions. Uh, Giving presents or getting presents? I think at this point in my life, giving them is more fun because... um, as an adult, I can buy what I need or want, you know? Yeah. No, it's more I, fun to surprise someone. And and you are very thoughtful with your gifts. I mean, you really pay attention to what people like and what they, what they talk about. So that, yeah, it is very cool to get a gift from you. I will say that. If you had a child, what would you want them to be? Wait, if you had a child, would you want them to be the most popular person in their high school? No. <laughs> Unless they were really popular for like being themselves, I guess. Right. Um, but if modern media has taught us anything, you know, being popular comes with a lot of pitfalls and usually you, it's cutthroat getting your way there. And like, I can think of a handful of popular people who were like good people and then a couple handfuls, a bushel of people <laughs> who were popular but we're just not not a lot of integrity yeah yeah okay good good answer make a high-pitched sound any high-pitched sound yeah we're just going for them we didn't write the questions we're just going with them okay i just want to make sure it's not too the mic isn't too hot let's see how high i can get it was that We couldn't hear anything. That was, no, you so, hear it was it? so high. Only it? a dog could hear it. That's how high it was. Oh, wow. Okay. 
it was like, yeah, it, it, I was as high as my voice could go, but then pushing. So it was just air. And then it was, it was like barely, very faint, but very shrill. <laughs> okay. Yes. And it could be an age thing. You know, they say younger people, the, you know, the different, was it a, I don't, the different, what would it be called? Like pitches. Pitches. Okay. Yeah. Right. And your, your, your ears have gone to the wayside. So it's, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> From a scale of one to 10, how hot do you like your shower water? Ooh, scalding, unless it's a hot day out. In which case, not hot. So what number would that be? I don't know. I don't want to put a number to it. Okay. It's steamy. It's steamy. (laughs) All right. Uh, If Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump were both drowning and you could only save one, who would it be? I don't like this question. I don't either. Yeah. I don't. Let's let's disregard. Let's disregard because I agree. I I didn't write it. I can't take any kind of credit for it. It feels strange to answer. Do you like the smell of gasoline? No. I do like the smell of chlorine, though. Because mm. you associate that with swimming, I imagine. Yeah. All right. Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Yes, but it takes a while for my body to creak into place. <laughs> <laughs> Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Oh, we just did that one. I'm sorry. Ah. First it's the ears and then it's the then brain. it's the yeah, then it's the brain. <laughs> Do you like the name Charlie for a girl? Yeah, sure, why not? Do you know the definition of Triska decaphobia? So I think Deca, other than being some with the Bears, he was like a coach of the Bears way back in the day in the 90s or something like that. I think means 10 okay i am not fearful of tens as far as i know but i I don't know what that means so i (laughs) i don't know have you ever tasted soap probably yeah if you were given an all expenses paid trip to cleveland would you take it cleveland ohio Mm -hmm. um i have a friend in ohio so yes i would go visit them (laughs) <laughs> do you currently own any stuffed animals i want to say no but i th- think don't quote me on this but i think i still have it's like rue from winnie the pooh and he's in a little graduation outfit and somebody gave it to me for one of my graduations and so i've put like all of the lanyards from the different hats whatever you call those uh <laughs> around him so i might still have that Right. Okay. Um, And what's the maximum number of spritzes of perfume I'm going to add or cologne before it's too much? Uh, When you walk by, I just want like just a taste just to go, ooh, that was nice. I don't want to feel your presence coming in the room before you're there. You know, where you smell someone and you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Any idea what number you'd give that? One to two is enough. It's enough. <laughs> okay. My turn. 
Your turn. Giving presents or getting presents? Giving. Mm. If you had a child, what you do? What do you want them? What you do? Do you want them to be the most popular person in their high school? No. Um, again, for a lot of the same reasons you gave, I think if they were popular, I would want it to be for being kind and um, for being, you know, generous and mm-hmm. having honor and integrity and all those things. Yeah. Luckily, the second high school I went to was pr- like filled with a lot of great people. So I feel like several of the popular people there were not bad. Uh, make a high pitched noise. <laughs> okay. Cut you out too. I wonder if it's on Zoom. It just cuts out something too high pitched. But that was impressive. I don't know. I'm not sure what that sounds like. Um, from one to 10, how hot do you like that shower one? I'd say seven to eight. I don't want it scalding and steamy like you do. So seven to eight, I just, you know, want warm, not too hot. Actually, I agree. I want my bath scalding. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll skip the Kim K one. If, do you like the smell of gasoline? No. What do you like the smell of that might be um, different? Skunk. Really? I don't mind the smell of skunk. You're talking about like an actual skunk? Are you talking about that jazz cigarette? You talking? No, about? I'm talking about an actual skunk. <laughs> no, I don't. I like the smell of pot too. Really? Ugh. Yeah, I do. The worst. And now that it's legal, it's everywhere, and it's so stinky. Um, but that shows your 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 love for surfer guys. <laughs> Not the stereotype or anything. Can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Um, I would have to work on it for a while. Right. You know, I would have to, I mean, it would probably take a couple of weeks to get to that place because we're, we're not a flexible people, but I, I mean, I have in the past been able to do it. Not currently. It's like you said, it's our tight fascia. Yeah. We've got tight fascia, tight hips. <laughs> yeah. That's just the way we roll. Um, Charlie for a girl's name. Yes. Cute, cute, cute. Okay. What about Steven for a girl's name? Less, much less. Frederick? No. Frederica? That's a woman's name, Frederica? It is, it is, it is. Um, I think once you get into too many syllables, for me, it starts... Too much work? (laughs) Well, it starts feeling a little bit, I don't know, um, sort of stuffy or, you know, I don't know. Speaking of too many syllables, do you know the definition of triskaidekaphobia? You know, I must confess that I, as you were answering your version, I looked it up. I did not know the, um, the what the definition of it was. It's a fear of 13. So uh, triska, tri uh, mean three, deca, 10. It's a fear of 13. I was secretly hoping the triska was like Latin for trisket because I'm sure they had them back then. <laughs> And something, yeah, like 10 triscuits on a plate and that just doesn't, you know. That's a fun phobia. Yeah, but that would be a sad phobia. But they're all sad, actually, if you really, the reality of the phobias are are not pleasant. If you you suffer or have any one of them, they're not, they're not fun to have. But for some reason, we find that amusing. I mean. (laughs) Fear of triscuits would be amusing. Yeah, that, that would be amusing. Have you ever tasted soap? I think, I think it's, yeah, as a kid, yeah. 
dial soap. Your mouth out. You said something mouthy. No, no, she never did that. No, no. thankfully I didn't have that. You're just curious. You're like, hmm. no, I, you know, probably it's like washing your face and you accidentally as a kid and you accidentally get some in your mouth and it's like, oh, that is not a good. And taste. you're like, hmm, what is that pine? And you just keep going. And no, through the bar. definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. And it was dial soap. And that was before you had 52 choices of scents and, you know, they did all these various things. That was it. You had ivory, you had dial. That was it. No sense. No, no. How interesting. And then Iris Spring came along and then I like it too. That was oh. a little lassie. Oh, no, it was for him, but uh, she likes it too. So that was a whole thing. Pete, ah, the Pete. Um, if you were ever given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? I would, because why not? Like you said, you've got a good friend there. Um, why not go check it out? Sure. Right? Yeah. They have a, a song, Cleveland Rocks. Have you ever heard that song? No. Cleveland, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Oh, I'll have to um, look it up. Goodness. Any stuffed animals? I do. I think I currently own three. One is a comfort cub. Shout out to Marcella who created that. And uh, two were given to me, uh, I guess, different times of my life by my friend Sandy. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, they're, they're all bears. All three of them are bears. You heard it here first. She's into bears. What's the maximum number of spritzes of perfume before it's too much? Okay. If it's a lighter perfume, I say three. If it's one of those heavy duty ones, then just go with one. Because like you, I don't want to smell you before you even got in the room. And now we're having a conversation and it is, it, I, I start getting uh, like almost an allergic reaction. Like I want to sneeze. My eyes start watering. I mean, sort of the stereotypical allergic reaction. Wailing, and, gnashing of teeth. Yeah, that t- t- tearing of sackcloth. Yes, yeah. all of that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, and and I almost want to say to the, to the person, typically a woman, although not always, sometimes some men put on a little bit too much, just like, okay, a couple less, you know, how do you say that in a kind way? I don't know how you do. I think you really commit to your eyes watering and your mouth foaming and you just, next time they turn their head and look to you while they're talking, you just, all that discharge from your face, I think, look at the idea. (laughs) So a very, very indirect way. Okay. Cause there is one fragrance. It's a, gosh, I don't want to bag Chanel. I mean, they're, they've got a lot of great things, but there's one that it seems like women put on way too much. Mm. way too much and i can i'm smelling that smell now in my mind and my nose is starting to yeah it's triggering it i'm starting to feel kind of itchy so yeah and yeah ladies and gentlemen please go light on the fragrances please one might say you have chanel de perfume (laughs) (laughs) a particular one I, i i don't i can't remember which one it is and it certainly doesn't matter but yes i um Yes, it's just like, you know, like you said, something that just kind of like, oh, that's such a nice fragrance. Or who would, I was just somewhere like yesterday or the day before. Oh, last night we had our, our small group started up again. And I was hugging a, a couple. And in hugging the gentleman, it was like, 
oh, you smell so nice. Mm. And the woman who'd hugged him right before said, oh, I was just going to say the same thing. But you had to get in for the hug to smell. It wasn't like his fragrance was in the room before he was. I like that you got to earn it. Yes, 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 (laughs) absolutely. Although there is something nice when it's not overpowering and somebody walks by and you're like, ooh, that smells good. Well, I have a a meet cute story. Uh, Somebody I dated, you know, some years back, um, we were, I had just come out of like a bar and grill restaurant and he was in the bar and grill restaurant and we started chatting. And then he said, do you have on Perry Ellis for women? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I do. How would, how would you know that? And he said, I, I have smelled it before and I really like it. And and I wear Perry Ellis for men. So that was a really good meet cute. And that's a, for sure. That was a, yeah, that was a a very good meet cute. I was hoping, I was hoping after coming out of the place that he'd be like, you, you smell of ham. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about how ridiculous that is that I would smell of ham. Okay. As somebody who doesn't eat a boar's meat red or pink me whatever ham. color you want to smell call it of ham yes Thank yes you no this. no no it's smell of ham. i just <laughs> <laughs> okay so we are going to take a deeper dive right now <clears throat> um we've wrapped up our explore more of you series which was a lot of fun with hillary and now uh sean's coming in here and he's going to help me out with the next couple of episodes i thought it would be really um What's a better word for fun? I feel like fun is overused. Uh, Whimsical. I don't know. Okay. Joyous. It would be joyous. It would be fascinating, compelling, intriguing, (laughs) a lot of good words to talk about voiceover work because you are a voiceover actor, a professional voiceover actor. So in, in thinking about that, of course, We'll pretend I don't know you that well, because this is all it is interesting how people arrive at where they are and how they are moving forward in that in that arena. So let's start with how you got the idea. Like, at what point did being a voiceover actor even occur to you? I think like when you're growing up as a kid, you don't like fully recognize that cartoons are people you know like it's just Mm -hmm. a sort of magical thing that's great and i watched a lot of cartoons as you can attest growing up um because i woke up on farmer time and i did not and so that was tv (laughs) time for you i taught you at a very young age how to turn that tv on yes i'm just not a morning person and and for a very long time that's how i would tell time come on how, how long do we have to wait it's two shows. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's how we that's how we learn to tell time. That's yeah. how I taught you time was how my how, how long is this car ride? It's four shows. Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> okay, it'll go quickly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's absolutely right. So, I remember my friend Lindsay Rice, shout out. Um at one point talking about like when when the internet was starting and i think imdb or something like that came out and she was like D- 
did you know that like Jim Cummings, this guy does the voice of, and she just rattled off all these names of characters that I loved. Um, he's done like a zillion Disney things. He's Pete, which is like sort of Goofy's foe in a lot of stuff, the sort of bigger. Oh, okay. He's a dog. I don't know. Let me pause uh, you for a second. For Tracy out there, what is IMDb? <laughs> Internet Movie Database. So you can okay, look there you up go. different, okay. like, uh, you can look up a movie and see who was in it, who wrote it, who directed it, who, you know, just like all that sort of information. Okay. And so, um, was like, what, what? He was all those characters. That's so cool. And so thought like, oh, I love, um, I love cartoons. I love voices. Another distinct moment was being in Mr. Erickson's class, my seventh and eighth grade teacher. And, and it was, oh gosh, what is the story? Ooh, the, the Oracle of Delphi. One of those, one of the um, Rome, okay, Greek Rome ones. And so we all had to like audition for the parts that we were like putting on a play just in our classroom. And so I auditioned for the Oracle and I did this like way over the top <laughs> voice for it. And everyone was like, yeah, that. And so, um, just little things here and there as far as it's been a very long road <laughs> but you know like uh, working towards something if you enjoy it often is and that oh, absolutely sort of speaks to like if you enjoy it you know and for those people that are like in their life that are pursuing something and at some point you find you don't like it anymore that is also okay because your priorities are allowed to shift mm-hmm. some people find like oh i really like this one thing but now i'm really focused on my family don't kick yourself in the back for for shifting your priorities if you're like no my passion is really looking after my family like that's wonderful Right. If you still like that thing, maybe do it just a little bit. If you don't like it at all, then don't do it anymore. Right. Right. You know, like those things change. It's not forever for everybody. Um, and so it took a lot of time, um, trying to navigate it because there wasn't like a super clear like how do you get into it. And I don't live in Los Angeles, and so, um took some coaching and some classes and just slowly worked my way into like an agency night and um, eventually got picked up by one, like a non-union one at first. And then eventually, maybe like a year or so later, like eventually went through a couple agents and finally found one so far that sticking with, it seems to be a good fit. And, um, and it's a lot of fun. I think, like, if I think of a lot of performers like attention. Yes. You know? And I don't know if I like attention so much as I like entertaining people. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at all of the things that I've done for entertainment, it's like voiceover, like you're not seen. Right. Other than like, IMDb, people don't know who you are. You know, uh, I was a clown in a circus show for about 10 years. Your face is painted. Nobody knows what you look like. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And so just looking at like all these different things, like I'm, I'm not necessarily wanting attention, but I do enjoy making people smile and laugh and. Right. And that. Sorry that I went on for a long time. No, 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 not at all. Um, it should be noted, listener, that Sean has done a lot of performing as well, other than uh, voiceover work. You've done a lot of um, plays and, well, I guess plays. Well, actually movies, two uh, student movies, that kind of thing when you were in college. Yeah, a lot of little kid like performance stuff and um, some circus stuff, yeah. As you work at the local amusement parks in the entertainment division. So that's another uh, way of entertaining and and performing that's not strictly voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know uh, with entertainment, it's often hard to know when your next paycheck is coming, your next job. So diversify yourself and try and do a whole bunch of different things. Or do, you know, like a nine to five and try and squeeze it in, something Mm -hmm. like that, you know? How often would you say you get booked? Do you think there's any kind of average? No, it's totally, it completely depends on, I mean, you're going out against probably often like thousands of people, you know? And so Mm -hmm. the fact that you get anything is remarkable, Um, especially if you're not a, if you're not a famous person, right? Right. Um, you're not a name. They're like, oh my gosh, we got to get this person. You just, oh, okay. I really like that performance, that take, that voice for that um, character or for that mm-hmm. um, commercial or whatever. So, yeah. When do you think the shift came from the unknowns to celebrity driven casting because there's Uh, audience recognition and a lot of people will go simply because of some of the celeb, you know, actors, celebrities voicing the different characters. Do you, can you, can you kind of name that time? I mean, not, not precisely, but when it has, has famously usually used famous people, you know, uh, every once in a while, they're not using famous people, but like back in the day, they would use the same actors because that's when like the studios were big things, you know, where like mm-hmm. you sort of worked for the studio. So you might be in their films, then they might use you for animated stuff. Um, so I don't know like 100% when the shift was, but definitely you listen to any commercial and I would say most of them are somebody famous, um, which is really disappointing because most of these people have enough money (laughs) you know like do they need more money like have you ever listened to a commercial and went oh diane sawyer's talking about pine saw i too want to use pine saw i'm just completely random i don't think she does does. (laughs) you know like i've never thought of that you know and, and now it's it's so pervasive which is it might bring people into seats, which is great, but also like some some of them rise to the occasion, like the Mario movies coming out, and I could like barely get through the trailer because um, I love the Mario games so much, and it was nice to see at least one of the actors really doing it, and then one of them just doing themselves and. I'm sure they're a very sweet person, but, and that they're like famous and bookable and, 
and all of that, but it's also disappointing that like um I a gentleman, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's been voicing Mario since its inception. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I don't think Mario made any noises until Mario 64, maybe, or I don't know, someone can correct me on that, but like he's been doing that voice for decades. And then to have like a celebrity come in who's like, doesn't do an Italian voice, it's just like, hey, it's me, I'm Mario disappointing mm. you know but it's the people but you also can't blame that actor because it's the people in charge who made that decision and the people in charge are thinking what's going to give us the good return on our investment right a, a celebrity or right. yeah a so it's name. not like you know if they're throwing out big money and you're a big celebrity you're not going to be like no i don't want to earn that money <laughs> yeah yeah so it's all disappointing but There'll always be little bit parts for the rest of us to. I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's really shifted. I'm, I'm trying to think as you were growing up as a kid, I don't think famous people were, uh, were doing the voices. I mean, some became famous, like isn't, isn't Sterling Holloway or a, a name kind of like that who did like the snake and jungle book. Um, I feel like he's done, you know, several characters that you start to recognize his voice. And I think he was also, uh, an, uh, an actor who did live things. Um, yeah, I, I, I wish we could sort of pinpoint when that was because boy, did it shift. It really, really shifted. Yeah. Um, what what has been like your, one of your favorite things that you've booked as a voice actor? Um, I don't think it's so much by project. It's more like, is it fun to do? Okay. <laughs> some of them, I do a lot of video games and some of them are just four hours of nonstop yelling and screaming. Those aren't fun, you know? It's oh. more fun to work on things that um, like you're working with a director that's really nice and fun and playful and lets you try different things. Um, I, maybe the most recent one I can think of is um, Moonbreakers, which is like, um, I'm not sure what kind of video game you'd call it, but like a semi board game hmm. and Brandon Sanderson is doing the writing and he does like books and stuff like that but just the um, the directing team the like everybody doing it was so the um, audio engineer like everyone was so nice hmm. and when you're not you know you don't feel any not that this is often the case it's not but when you when you feel more uh when the room is light, you can play freely. Oh, Which so for you, it's very environmental. You know, the people that are there, the way they approach their work, the way they collaborate with you. If it's a good vibe, then that that was a good gig. Yeah. And I especially like ones where they say, because a lot of them are like, you got to say it word for word. But some of them every once in a while are like, have some fun with it. Add Add something to it. And I really like improv. And so it's nice to be able to throw stuff in, be silly, be goofy. 
Well, that's nice to be able to have that freedom, freedom, especially since you feel like the people that are in the upper tier of uh, movie making, TV shows, what have you, that they kind of have more permission in a way to play around and just, you know, do things or, I mean, that's sort of the impression you get. Well, and that's what kills me too about some of the famous people that like, oh, it's so easy. You can just go in your pajamas. And it's like, if I came in my pajamas, I think they'd fire me. (laughs) Like, yeah, you can do that because you're famous. You can do almost anything, you know? Right. That's not true. You have to come in clothes that don't make a lot of noise because the microphones are very sensitive. It's usually freezing in there. So you might have a sweater that doesn't have anything clacky on it. You know, the audio engineers are amazing at their jobs, just like magicians. And so, you know, they can hear like, oh, you're shuffling. Mm. You need to wear something else. And, and, you know, again, saying it's so easy, like maybe compared to like, yeah, maybe movie sets and stuff where you're doing like a 13 hour day. You know, but it is usually like four hours with some little breaks of like, go, 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 at least for video games. Right. And it, and it sounds like you've booked a lot of video games. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten any animation just yet. So I'm hoping, and I'm hoping to eventually make some of my own. Oh, yes. Okay, so uh, a couple things before we conclude here. One is I, I looked it up while we were chatting, and the whole celebrity voice actor thing can be traced to a single film, Disney's 1992 Aladdin. And of course, as we recall, Robin Williams played the genie, and um, that's 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 what Mr. Famous though. That's what Mr. Google is telling me here. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's that's interesting. Well, you uh, then you get to Lion King and you've got James Earl Jones. You've got um, Jeremy uh, Irons. Jeremy Irons. Um, Robert Guillaume for Taylor Thomas. Yeah, was young. Simba. Simba and Matthew Simba. was Matthew Broderick, Broderick old, was, older. Yeah, so then yeah, they so just went to town. Famous, yeah. Yeah. Well, same with uh, like Nemo, Finding Nemo or yeah. Shrek. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I hope to someday, this is one of my dreams for the future that I'm trying to work towards, is make like a a small sort of animation-esque studio. Very small. Little projects that I want to write and make, but only employ working voice actors. Nice. Sharing the love. Yeah. Make sure people got money to put bread on the table. Yes. That's very good. Okay, and my uh, final thing as we conclude here is I, I would you choose two of your favorite voices to do and do them for us? Oh, gosh. Or should I just ask you for impressions because you're so good at those two? I'm okay with my impressions. They're not like ever 100%, but they're enough where you're like, okay, yeah. Um, I could... Uh... So well, like, okay. I, I, I'll throw out some ideas and you can <laughs> say yay or nay, or, or, you know, let's just skip this all together. So I know you do a good Alan Rickman. You do Christopher Walken. You do, I don't even know. Those are the two that come <clears> to mind. <throat> I have to get low for um, Mr. Potter. Apparently your fame isn't everything. 
<laughs> apparently famous and everything. Alan Rickman um, for Tracy and anybody else who doesn't quite know who that is. That was very, very good. And I understand that his diaries are being released. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that in the news feed yesterday. Uh, we we are both a fans or fans of uh, Alan Rickman. May he rest in peace. Um, everybody has like their own version of Christopher Walken. <laughs> okay. Um, I was walking down the street this one time. I saw this lady. I said, hey, you smell of ham. <laughs> Recently, I've been trying to get um, <laughs> Owen Wilson, you know, but I have to like, again, it's not s- super close, but it's enough where you're like, oh, I get where he's going at. But I have to like fully talk out of the side of my mouth. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, hey, you smell like ham. Okay, wow. (laughs) So good. um, I've tried to get, you know, a lot of people do like Jack Sparrow, um, Johnny Depp, but I've tried to get just his like talking voice Mm because it's not quite American English. Oh, right. You know, like, you know, it's it's, it's like back here. I was, uh, you know, uh, I don't like the smell of gasoline or, uh, or chlorine so much as, uh, I guess, um, you know, ham, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's really back here and, you know, like just sort of not lazy, but. Yeah. Well, you're, I think you're a good, you have a good ear for mimicry. And I, I know that, um, your range of what you can do with voiceover is, I mean, astounding, I will say, because it, there, there, there's just so much there, so much there. We wish you continued success, (laughs) whatever that might look like, and that you be fulfilled and challenged in your voiceover work. And thank you for joining us today, Sean. Thank you very much, Rochelle. It is deeply satisfying to know you have certain people in your corner and no matter what the need is, they will do their all to help you get there. Thanks, Sean, for sharing who you are with us once again. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now a prayer. God, I am so grateful that I get to be a part of your great story Thank you for having a plan and a purpose for my life. Help me not to step back in fear, 
but to be able to step out in faith and do what you've called me to do. Remind me each day that I am enough for you and that you are enough for me. Amen. That's from you version. Today, go out and be you without apology.